Today on From A to Ziggy, Abdul Majid. Welcome to From A to Ziggy. This is the sorry. <laughs> uh, this is the podcast where we listen to every single song in the David Bowie catalog alphabetically from A to Ziggy. My name is Thomas. I am Travis, and we're here today to talk about Abdul Majid, a uh, very well-known song. Tell me, Travis. When was the first time you heard this song? Take me back. This was one that falls into the category of I had never heard it until we started this. Right. This is not actually a very well-known song. Starting off really with an episode for completists. Yeah. Yeah. So what's this, what's this song all about? Well, there's a thing. It's so open for interpretation because it is purely instrumental. So for those not familiar with, uh, with this song, let's just set it up a little bit. I mean, you guys have all heard it, but assuming that you haven't. This is a, what, three minute long? It's about three and a half. A three, three and a half minute. How would you describe the sound of this song? It's, um, it's got a re- it feel. it sounds very Middle Eastern. Like, it's got a very Middle Eastern influence. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> so when I, when I was listening to it, that's the fun thing with instrumentals is you really can like it because you're not paying it, you know, you're not trying to focus in on any lyrics or what the meaning of the lyrics are that you can really focus on the feel of the song. And maybe it's because of the era in which I grew up. But my first thought was like, oh my God, this sounds like I just entered into a castle level on some like N64 game. Yeah. Um, things just got real. Time to, time to beat the level. Oh yeah, it's like the it's it's the it sort of drops out and now it's got like the serious tone. Yeah, I can see that. No more funning around. Now we have to go beat a boss kind right. of song. Right. And also kind of took me back to Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. It sounded like something you would hear when they're showing cuts of the bad guys in Temple of Doom. Yeah, it's got this sort of not quite droning, but like a pad synth kind of sound and uh, like a thrumming rhythm. Yeah, there's not really a lot of changes along the way. It kind of just... Last week, you, you described it as like uh, dance dance house? Yeah, it kind of... Like some of the darker sounding electronic music that started to get popular in the 90s. Like, sounded like something maybe like the Chemical Brothers or Prodigy would have done. Probably more the Chemical Brothers. Yeah, yeah so it was kind of typical David Bowie, just ahead of his time. Right. Uh, in this case, like um, 13 or so years ahead of his time? Yeah. So apparently this song came from the Heroes sessions, or, or at least it's, it was released as a bonus track on Ryko Disc's reissue of Heroes back in 1991. Right? Um, and you don't, you don't really hear it elsewhere, although you do, you do see it on the All Saints uh, CD, which is this compilation of just instrumentals. But otherwise, kind of a, rare, a rarity. And, we're, and the name... Of course, uh, it's named after Iman. Uh, Abdul Majid is her last name. I wish I had prepared better for this episode. <laughs> I, I, I did read a little bit about her uh, months ago, and she, she seems like she has a really interesting life. She, she wound up as a supermodel, but she had this whole interesting story leading up to that. She's very smart. Uh, and very savvy. Uh, she seems like a really interesting woman. But she's not David Bowie. 
so I, I've never really read that much about her. But I'm sure she will come up again throughout the journey. Yeah, no doubt. So there will be plenty of time for... No um, doubt. We'll definitely yeah. talk more about her during the Black Tie White Noise uh, songs. So that's our homework for, <laughs> for when we get to BL. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Another thought that I had while I was listening to that song, and this is just maybe just because of my exposure to so many hipster types in the day-to-day -day and the fact that maybe I am also slightly becoming a hipster type. It Don't just lie. felt like the... <laughs> you are a hipster. I'm there, man. I'm there. I hate it, but I'm there. Um, Self-moving hipster. The only requirement for being a hipster is recognizing that hipsters exist. Yeah. You are officially there. I, I was trying to deny, deny it so bad one time. Then, I mean, my girlfriend's like, dude, you're wearing like slim jeans. You have dark glasses. You work at a coffee shop. There you go. You buy clothes at thrift stores all the time you're a hipster and then i counter with oh but that's different because i don't shop at hip store thrift stores because that's the cool thing to do i've always shopped at thrift stores which is exactly what a hipster would say in that situation you did it before it was oh, cool. i did it so before it was cool uh, oh god hipster shame all right and it so just like felt like the kind, of, the kind of song that like like, if a hipster is trying to be hipster about David Bowie, I'd be like, yeah, Doomagee. That's my favorite David Bowie song. It's the best <laughs> David Bowie song. It's the first song on my David Bowie mixtape. Because hipsters still use cassettes, probably. Right. Because they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> apologies to any hipsters in the crowd. Actually, no. no. No apologies. I could say it. I am one. It's not hipsterist. It's not, no, it's not hipsterist <laughs> at all. When you say it. Not my favorite David Bowie song. I will get to that. But uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. And I wonder about its authenticity when I was reading about it. I, I don't know why I didn't notice this before I read this, but um, you listen to it and it's got a very timely quality to it. Like it belongs in 1991. Like you said, it sounded like something the chemicals, Chemical Brothers would make. And yeah. I, I have a, you get the sense that it was, uh, it was maybe tampered with a little bit before finally coming to light because it was, you know, hidden away in Bowie's vaults until Rykodis came knocking and saying, oh, we, we want to reissue your things and we can do this brand new thing with CD technology where we can put more music <laughs> on a single disc, more than like, what, 45 minutes. We can put 70 minutes on it. We want to fill it up. We want to pad it basically with the, whatever stuff you've got from that era. And Bowie says, okay, I've got this. Yeah. This was totally made in 1976 to 1979 or something like that. But it has this very, it's def, that's got to be a drum machine. There's no way that's not a Yeah, drum it machine. doesn't sound like, like real drums at all. Right. So yeah, that definitely, got, it got a little, little spit shine before it came out. There's no, there's no way it didn't. Yeah. But uh, at least some elements of it were probably from 77. And who knows what happened? Yeah. Maybe it was, it was more kind of ambient, and Bowie wanted to spiff it up a little bit before releasing it. Because, of course, this was co-produced, presumably, I don't really know the credits for this, but presumably co-produced with Brian Eno, the presumably. master of ambient music, right? And a name that's going to come up constantly Definitely. throughout this. You can't talk about David Bowie without talking about Brian Eno, which I'm assuming if you're listening to a podcast about Abdul Majid, you already know that. <laughs> but if, if you're someone who is starting at the very beginning and you're just learning about David Bowie now, 
you're going to hear about Brian, you know, quite a bit because he is the genius behind so much of his work. Really? Uh, I, you know, in tandem with some of the, a lot of his best but, Oh, of, of David Bowie's work. Yeah. I really don't know that much about Brian Eno, so I'm looking forward to learning more yeah. about him as we do this. Is there anything more that we should say about Abdul Majid? I guess the one thing, the one more thing I would add is um, as we've started doing this and reading more deeply into like the things that he was doing and it's something that's going to come up a lot, so might as well throw it in now. David Bowie had this knack for doing what would now be considered appropriation of other cultures' music. But because he always does it in such a like tasteful way, in such a way that's saying, I'm paying tribute to this. I'm not trying to like bite it for my own use. I'm not exploiting it. That he was always able to take music from other cultures and infuse it into his, and it just sounded, so, it always sounded very organic and very genuine, so no one was able to say, oh, David Bowie's appropriating this culture, although I guess that wasn't really a thing back then. Yeah, so this is at least influenced by the Middle Eastern yeah. sound. Uh, I don't know enough about music theory to, like, describe what that means, but vaguely yeah. enough, yeah, it's it sounds Middle Eastern, right? Yeah. And of course, like, there are other songs on Heroes, uh, that have kind of Middle Eastern influence. Secret Life of Arabia comes to mind. That's, the be that's about all I can really remember. So that'll do it for uh, this song. Great song. Let's think about ratings. Now, as far as ratings go, we're rating them as David Bowie songs, not as all songs in general. So of course, even the lowest rated David Bowie song is still better than miles above pretty much every other song by anyone else. Um, with that in mind, do we want to do sort of like in, in homage as far as the alphabetical, give each song its own scoring system in a way? Uh, yeah, I, I think that'd be a good idea. If we can think of a unit. A unit for this one? Give it two, remove from the chest cavity temple of doom hearts. If only because even though it's a song that does the exact same thing for three and a half minutes, it still keeps you interested. It's not great, but it'll still hold on to your attention. And if you're zoning out working on a coloring book or something, it's very, it's good focusing music. Yeah, right. It'll keep you, it'll keep your focus for about as long as it takes to bleed out after having your heart removed. <laughs> <laughs> With that in mind, I would, I would give this, um, uh, Abdul-Majid, I give you my heart, I give you one heart. One heart. I have only one heart for you, Abdul-Majid. Iman, all of them, I give you all of my hearts, which is still just one heart, but uh, Abdul-Majid, one heart. One heart. All right. What do you give, Abdul-Majid? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the two, two removed hearts. Very good. So, yeah. two, two hearts. You're two the hearts. doctor. Right. Um, you mentioned another podcast, Alphabetical. Of course, this podcast is mainly derivative of the Alphabetical podcast, where they've been listening to all of the Beatles songs in a similar fashion. Uh, they call it From 12 to Y. They, they, uh, they alphabetize like robots, so they start, start with numbers. And then, of course, the Beatles didn't do any Z songs, so it just goes from 12 to, 12 to Y. Anyway. We're basically copying these guys, and I, <laughs> I sent those guys a, f a Facebook message uh, long before we actually recorded this and said, is it okay if we totally steal your idea? And they said, best of luck to you. Anyway, thank you guys. Thank you, and please don't sue. And please don't sue us. Um, no, I love your show, and uh, of course, this is totally derivative of that one, and probably, you know, not one-tenth as good. I'm sorry, Travis. That's uh, okay. <laughs> so... Abdul Majid, one heart, two hearts.
One heart, two hearts. Well, that was good. Good, epi- good first episode. Good first episode. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Thomas. And thank you, listeners, for joining us. Uh, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. I actually don't have pages set up for these things, but look for us there. You know, it's probably something related to From A to Ziggy. Uh, if you found this, you can find find that. Yeah, leave a comment. Tweet, tweet at us. Uh, tell us your David Bowie stories, how did you discover David Bowie? Uh, what did you think of Abdul Majid? And join us next time. Next time, we so this this was our first episode. We are kind of absolute beginners at podcasting nah. altogether. Next next episode is a song called Absolute Beginners. Join us for that here on From Exibi. What's that? It's not decapitation because no. it's not a head. Decardiation? Decardiated hearts? I'm making up a word. I think we're making up a word, but that's okay because it's the internet. People make up words all the time. Bay is not a real world. Real, real word. Insufferable people say that all the time. <laughs> um, no, there's like the director, Michael Bay. Right? No, it's even worse. Uh, Moonlight Bay. <laughs> <laughs>